0: Hello, and welcome to the Pursuit City Church Podcast. Our mission is to lead people to know the love of Jesus Christ. Our prayer is that you will feel encouraged as well as challenged through the Word of God. If you need prayer or want to share your story, please send an email to info at Get ready to enjoy this message. God bless. today, I welcome all of y'all to take this further. Not only for yourself, but for your family and for your family's family. Father Lord, I'm going to get started. Father Lord, thank you for this moment. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Move like you've always moved. I thank you for every moment. In Jesus' name, amen. Everyone here will present and the ones watching god has put in my heart it's crazy because it's like jesse was looking at my notes but my title is never forget because sometimes i want to ask this before i go sorry I'm, i'm so excited right now i have a lot to share how many of us said yes to god show of hands okay how many of us are going through something right now when you're in the right place. Like Jesse said, sometimes we go through life, and sometimes we forget what God has done in our lives, what he's pulled us out of. And sometimes we run to the things that don't help us, don't have the power, don't have the substance, and don't have the answer. You know, the Lord showed me this in my notes. Is When times get rough, what do we turn to? Where do we run to? Some of us run to alcohol, friends who don't serve the Lord, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, and sometimes Snapchat. We run to the very thing that will suck us dry. From the very thing that has no answer if it doesn't point to jesus church for the answer then maybe you should think twice before you decide who or what you are running to the answer will the answer will be two things you'll need to survive this world the two things in life that you need to survive, not only for yourself, but for your family and the people around you, is Jesus and your Bible. Because this word of God says, For he is the way, the truth, and the life. I know at times when it gets hard, you don't know what, you, what to do or the outcome, we forget. We cry out, it hurts. We're tired. But God says, I'm here. Why are you going there? Why are you going there? Search me. For I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Sometimes we want to enter into things that pull us away from what we said yes to in the beginning. And sometimes we got to go back. Go back to that quiet place just to remember. Because I'm going to share something with you, church. It's not easy. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes we go through things. We want to give up. But I tell you, church, don't give up. Stand firm. Stand strong. God is with you. You may ask, how do you know what I'm going through? You've never been through what I've been through. Well, the Lord put me through something in this message. When I didn't have, I had to realize I have him. When I didn't have to eat, he provided. When I didn't have the finances, he provided. And he had me at his hand, and I cried out, Lord, I'm tired, I'm stretched, I don't know what to do. He says, remember me. Remember that I have not left you alone. I died for a reason. I rose for a reason to show you that the same power that raised him from the dead, you carry. The life is in your voice. The life is in your heart. Speak life to your situation. He will open every door. He will open every, move every situation. Those are just mountains that we can just speak to and they will melt because you carry his presence. Don't give up. I know it hurts. It hurts. So much where I was on the road crying out to God, Lord, I, I need help. He said, don't give up. That's why I sent you a helper. He's going to show you the do's and don'ts. And then the Lord showed me this is even Jesus needed help. And a lot of people are like, yeah, his disciples said, no. He needed help to carry the cross. The Samaritan man that helped him carry the cross, carry our sins. So if Jesus needed help, don't you think we all need help? For it is heavy. For it says, pick up the cross and follow me. That's why I asked, how many here said yes? Because the cross is heavy. Sometimes it, you think of it, is is this worth it? I'm telling you, church, right now, it is worth it. Every tear, every blood, every sweat, it is worth it. Jesus didn't die for no reason. He didn't give his life for no reason. He knew it was for a purpose, and it was for you and me. And I I was pondering on what Jesus did. To God be all the glory. But also, we need to remember the disciples endured as well for us to have the Bible. They had to, a lot of them were martyred for their beliefs. They stood strong. It wasn't easy for them. Because we serve the same God today and forevermore and know that we are here like our motto, to show the love of Jesus Christ to not be silent to continue to spread the good news that's our job we don't clock in and clock out like the, the jobs of this world this is 24-7 24-7 God's people are in need and you have the answer the answer is Jesus Jesus makes the way. He says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you believe in me and believe in what he stood for and what he died for and what he came back for, then you understand your purpose. Whew. Sorry, it's been a while since I've been out a message and it's a lot. Whew. If we can go to Isaiah 43, 1 through 2. It says, but now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. Pray, o Israel, the one who formed you, says, do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. That's the God we serve. That's the God you said yes to. <laughs> I got a man. Amen. <sighs> like I said, he's the same God today forever. What he's done in the past, He'll do. I know he'll do it again because he loves you. He cares for you. All we got to do is continue to honor him. And worship Him, adore Him. We have to trust in Him, not only with our family, but with our finances, with our marriage, with everything that we have in our lives. We continue to try to do it ourselves. And all that leads to is misery, troubles, Said, Lord, I I put my family in your hands. The only way you can do that is understanding the gospel. Understanding that the word of God says, when you raise up a child on the things of the Lord, they will not depart from him. It takes a lot to trust in him, but he has everybody in the right place at the right time for the right reason, for the right season. And, what no, in, our, and in the marriages that we, we have, not only in him, but in the world, there's nothing that can separate that. What God has brought together, let no man separate. Whatever you're going through in life, whatever the situations are, please don't give up. Because God never gave up on you. It says he knew us by name. By name. Then and now, he knew me, he knew you. And he says, the word of God says that he formed us in our mother's womb. (laughs) I'm not going to joke, but (laughs) this is very important, church. What God has put me through and allowed me to go through I know I'm not alone. You're not alone in this walk, in this fight. And again, don't give up. I'm going to bring you to a story of three people, actually four. It's Daniel, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. These people were pulled from their livelihood to serve. They were pulled and the lives were changed forever, but for a reason like us. We said yes to God, so we were pulled from our livelihood, changed for the glory of God, for a purpose, for our understanding of who or what and whom we serve. What we stand for is the truth and beliefs of Jesus Christ. Daniel, Neshach, Shadrach, and Abednego were pulled, like I said. And God had to use them in a a way where they could not forget where they came from. They could not forget what God did for their previous generations before. They remembered what God has done to have faith and strength in him and him alone. <sighs> Can you go to Daniel 3, 4, 5? Then a herald shouted out, people of the All races and nations and languages, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of the horn and flute, cither, lyre and harp, pipes, and other musical instruments, bow to the ground to worship the king's Nebuchadnezzar gold statue. What's crazy about this right here The Lord showed me is isn't this how society has us in life where we can't worship, can't speak because it offends to tell us how to live our lives. We are not of this world. We are transformed from the renewing of our mind and how we think and what we say. For we stand for the truth of God. And no one can take that from you. Because when you stand for the truth of God, you have power and authority over all. The authority comes from Jesus Christ. When you receive him in your heart as Lord and Savior, the anointing and the power that comes with it. He says, greater things you'll do in my name. If you believe in trust in him, go do it. Our job is to go to the highways and byways to profess the good news of faith. Not to be ashamed and not to stand quiet. To be able to speak God's truth is a blessing. To be able to breathe, walk, talk, hear, see is a blessing. We got to understand that we carry the powers and authorities to cast out demons, open doors, to do the things of God. You and your family have that authority. If you're here today and you said yes to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your time is to rise up and not be silent. Not be silent. Don't let this world tell you how to live your life. Don't let this world tell you who to serve or what to serve. We don't bow to this world. We bow to the one and only true God, Jesus Christ. So we must stand and fight the good fight of faith. Tell yourself, enemy, where is my sting? Where is it? If you give in to the things of this world and continue to seek the things of this world, you're going to wither away. I've seen from the years of serving the Lord get a taste of the world and what it offers, and they turn away. But I say no more. No more. Seek God in all his righteousness. And it will should be given unto you. That's what so the word of God says to seek God first. Put God first. There's so many things in this world that we need to understand. So we may grow and be rooted in things of God. To help to understand that. Again, I'm going to say this a lot. You have a purpose. Your children have a purpose, and we got to stand and fight for the good things of God. Stand and fight for the good news that our Jesus died for and he rose again for. To show us we can't be ashamed. We need to be an unashamed generation. To stand strong. You're not a faithless generation, but an unashamed generation. You have the people here to help you and guide you. I'm just a voice, but I guarantee you, y'all are all voices. God's going to use each and every one of you in certain ways you may not know. But God, when he opens up that door and opens up that mouth of yours, you are going to move mountains. You are going to heal the sick. You're going to see all that was done in the word of God Manifest because you said yes. Whatever you believe in for, it's going to come to pass. Because we serve a God when we speak, it does not come back void. So it's going to happen. Each and every one of us need to understand how important we are to this world. After I read Daniel 3, 4 through 5, I want to tell you something. There was people that saw God's people not bow. And right away, I call, I put on here, there comes the snitches of the enemy. <laughs> comes like a roaring lion, ready to interfere with what God is doing in your life. There's going to be people trying to keep you silent, trying, hmm, amen. If there's no one coming against you and what you're standing for, then there's something wrong. You can't be on one side of the fence and be on the other. You got to be narrow is the road. Narrow it's hard because of the things of this world, but we have to know that we are different again we're made with a purpose on daniel three 8, 15, at 15, uh, three 8, 15, it says But some of the astrologers went to the king and informed on the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, long live the king who, long live the king. You issued a decree requiring all the people to bow down and worship the the gold statue. When they heard The sound of the horn, flutes, cedar, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments. That decree decree also states that those who refuse to obey must be thrown into the blazing furnace. But there are some Jews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom you have put in charge of the providence of Babylon. They pay no attention to you, your majesty. They refuse to serve your gods and do not worship the golden statue you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage and ordered the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought before him. When they, brought, when they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it, it true, Shadrach, me vinegar, that you refuse to serve my gods or worship the gold statue I have set up? I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. And then, what God will be able to rescue you from my power? <laughs> the crazy part is, He wanted to test these three. When you understand who you are in Christ, you accept every test that this world has to throw at you because you know who you are. You know what authorities you have. And again, sometimes we forget because of our situations in life. But it's the message that God showed me in this was never to freak When he pulled us out of the dark places, everything that we've gone through, God got the glory in it. Don't forget. Do not forget. And I put, at this moment, these three realized, you want to test the God? Okay. Meshach on Daniel chapter 3 16 to 26 on this chapter right here I want that to be us I want that to be me Meshach Shadrach Abednego replied "Oh Nebuchadnezzar we don't need to defend ourselves before you. If we were, if we are, thrown into this blazing furnace, the Lord, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from the power, Your Majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make sure. Oh, make. We want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. That's bold. Because they knew already what was going to happen. So we got to be bold as lions. We got to be bold, ready to stand for God's truth and understanding. Not to be afraid of what's going to happen, to be silent, thinking that I can't speak this way, I can't act this way. No. Rise up to every occasion. Rise up to every situation. We can't be silent, church. No more. Not be offended, not be shaken, but be awakened. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded the furnace to be heated seven times harder than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up in robes and other garments. And because the king in his anger had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers as they were as they threw the three men in. So, Meshach, so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames, but suddenly Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in, am- in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, did we tie up three men? Throw them into the furnace? Yes, Your Majesty. We certainly did. They replied, Look, Nebuchadnezzar, look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men abounded, walking around the fire, unharmed, and the fourth looks like a god. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door. Of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out. Come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. But you know what's crazy in this chapter? This wasn't the first time he encountered God's glory, he forgot. Because these were Jews. So was Daniel. See, Daniel was given a gift to interpret dreams. And Nebuchadnezzar was having none of his astrologers and none of his people he had could not interpret him. But there was one man. His name was Daniel. There was four that were taken from their life. There was four... And there was four people in the fire. See, <clears throat> I put here that this was not the first, like I said, the power to, to encounter God's power. He forgot how powerful our Lord is, that he used Daniel first, but had to be reminded again But not only did Daniel get rewarded, but Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego did as well for God's glory. Everything we go through and everything we come out of is for God's glory. To God be all the glory for taking me out of that situation. To God be all the glory for giving me life again. To God be all the glory to see my children grow up. To God be all the glory, whatever you're going through and whatever your situation is, to God be all the glory. It hurts. It sucks. But at the end of the day, to God be all the glory. Because you're not alone in this walk. You're not alone in this fight. Hold on, church. Don't give up. Amen. See, I wanted to share with you what I meant about Daniel. So you understand that, how God works. He pulled them out. These people were taken from their livelihood during a war. They were like spoils of war. But God knew what he was doing, making the servants to serve a king. And what does Jesus say? I didn't come to serve. I don't come to be served, but to serve. That should be our motto. That's what they did. They were in a messed up situation, yet they still served because they knew their God was greater. They knew that what they stood for and what their, their, their families and the families before them stood for was for God's so where Daniel, the meat of what this, when I want talk about Daniel is, it's in Daniel 2, chapter 40, uh, Daniel 2, 46 to 47. This is after Daniel explained the whole dream of him that he was having. having. He says, then King Nebuchadnezzar threw himself down before Daniel and worshipped him. And he commanded his people to offer sacrifices and burnt sweet incense before him. The king said to Daniel, truly, I, truly your God is the greatest, God, greatest of gods. The Lord over kings, a revealer of mysteries. For you have been able to reveal this secret. He was given the one thing that saved his life. Because in this story of chapter 2, no one could solve his dream. And he sent them to kill everyone. Nebuchadnezzar sent his people to kill everyone everyone. And Daniel said, hold on, wait. Why are you trying to kill me? At least let me know why. And they told him. him. Daniel understood who God was in him and said, let me pray about it. Let me talk about it with the other three. And God revealed it to him. See, the enemy comes, again, to kill, steal, and destroy all the things that God has put in for us. But again, you have the authority to shut the lion's mouth. You have the opportunity to put a stop to the situation. And the only way to do that is running to the Father, is running to Jesus. Because he's the one with open arms. Despite whether you messed up the day before, the day before that, or the years before that, or even today. The word of God says, like (laughs) Jesse was talking about, well, joy comes in the morning. Well, mercy comes too. His mercies are made new every day. I tell people, live your life like a book. Live your life like a book. That even though you messed up the day before. There's a new chapter. You notice said? again? Start a new chapter. Because God loves you. He doesn't look at the stain that we continue to look at upon people, but he looks at your hearts and know that there's a reason that he knows that when you realize it and you find it, and you realize that it is only Jesus can make a way. That's when you don't understand that you become conquerors of your own situation.. If you can go to First Peter five, chapter five, verse seven through 11. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for the, your, your great enemy, the devil. Will He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith remember that your family of believers all over the world is all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are in his kindness god called you to share in his eternal glory by naming by by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, He will restore, support, and strengthen you, and He will place you on a firm foundation. <laughs> Amen. I say, hold on. If you're going through something right now, continue to hold on. If you need help, ask. We're here. That's why God is allowing us to go through things in life. Not for me, but for you. And what you're going through is not for you, but for the person next to you. You need an understanding that, one, you are not a faithless generation. That's what the world wants to tell you, that you have no faith. You're going through what you're going through because you have no faith. But I tell you, if you're here today, you have faith. It takes faith to get up and believe in someone you cannot see but yet still believe. You're not no Thomas's. I'm David. That's Jesse. That's Trey. That's Brother Phil. Mighty men of God. Jennifer, Leanna, mighty woman of God. Ask them what they've gone through and I guarantee you it will help you. There is a way. There is a life, and it's only in Jesus Christ. Nothing more. That is your answer. If it's not Jesus, again, you better think twice. It's not going to be the alcohol. It's not going to be the drugs. It's not going to be Facebook. It's not going to be Twitter. It's not going to be TikTok. It's not going to be Snapchat. Everything we go through, we want to continue to do what the world does. Well, think differently. Because apparently that's not helping you. This is your opportunity to stand for to stand firm as an unashamed generation. Pillars for your family, pillars for your community, pillars for your job, because God has caused you to do great things. This is who you are. This is what you're made for. The word of God says, many are called and few are chosen. You said yes. You answered that call. Let's not be silent anymore. This is why our nation is the way it is. Because we've been silent. This is why our children are confused. Because we've been silent. No more silence. Be the mouth. In the highways, in the byways, like the word of God says. Jesus died for this very reason. And the moment we forget that is the moment we've lost track of who we are. And what we said yes to. Stay to the the narrow road. It's going to be hard. It's not easy. But it's going to be worth it. I tell you right now, it is worth it. Every tear, again, every blood, every sweat. I'll share this to let you know. I was in a rut. I didn't know how I was going to come out of it. But all I knew is that I got to continue to seek Jesus, continue to. To worship him and what I was been taught. My closet is on the road, for no one's watching me. Put in, we got to count, just continue to worship him. Telling myself and telling my wife, we got to count this all as joy. The word says count it as joy. Well, this and this, count it as joy. This and that, count it as joy. Somebody called me just to call me and speak life to me, not knowing what was taking place at that very moment. God knew what I was going through and what was going to happen because he knows our future. He knows our past and he knows what we're going through now. And at that very moment, I didn't know how I was going to do it. But that person called me and said, I'm here with you. You're not alone. Think of it as God is considering you because he knew that you can do it. Well, I tell you, church, if you're going through something now, you've been considered. Don't give up. God is going to bring you back sevenfold. Your blessings are around the corner. Hold on. I know it hurts. Don't give up. Stand strong. Your legs hurt. It hurts. You cr- Do whatever you can to crawl to the finish line. You got to crawl, crawl. If you can't walk, hop. Do something in order to receive your blessing. I joke around with this all the time. It's like the Word of God said that Jacob wrestled with, with an angel before, so he wouldn't let go. I walk with a limp. I didn't let go. I know how to to hold on, because I was taught this way. At that very moment when I was going through, I got, looked at my bank account, and I didn't have enough to pay my rent. It was hard, because I, I, I work hard for my, for, to provide for my family. If you're a man, you know what I'm talking about. Even when you can't provide food, You can't provide to pay certain things. It's hard to ask for help. But I was reminded of this. He said God has his people. Well, God used this brother to call me, to help me at this very moment. And when I got paid, it wasn't even enough. But he called me hours before to let me know I'm not alone. You're not alone in this fight. I'm with you. And I was like, amen, bro, that's awesome. You know, he encouraged me. But at that very moment, I remembered. So I called for help, and he helped me. As soon as we hung up, I cried out to God, and I said, Lord, you do have me at the palm of your hands. Church, our pains and our sorrows, it's worth it. Because God is looking for a broken, a contrite heart. He's looking for the broken. So he can put us together again so he can have the glory like he did in this story. All this was God's reason, God's purpose. If I chopped it up, I'm sorry. But what I want to get in this for this message is to put in your mind, never forget where you came from, never forget what God has done, and never forget of who you stand for. this is why i said who said yes this is what it comes with this is not an easy walk but it's a walk that's going to be worth it all this is worth it again i thank you i forgot to thank passion mensher shoot but i thank the lord for this opportunity i thank the lord for this what he put me through for the stretching because if you get anything out of this don't give up it's not worth it i've seen many people give up some have died and some have went backwards back to what they the addictions and the, and the alcohol and everything that god put them all back into got them out of and they went back to it and Lives have been destroyed. God doesn't want that for you. He loves each and every one of you. Just continue to walk in the good faith. Keep walking and don't give up, please. I love you and I thank you all for this moment. Sorry if it was short, but thank you can easily do so by visiting our website, PursuitCC.com. Also, follow us on all social media outlets by using at PursuitCC. Thank you and God bless.